Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 554. Avoid these mistakes when you interact with adoptive parents. Because adoption is an amazing way to form a family. But emotions do run high when well-intended but personal comments are made. So when we're in the know, we can help to avoid unintended hurt. November is such a special month. We celebrate our military veterans, give thanks for all the wonderful blessings in our lives at Thanksgiving, and for those who didn't know, we also celebrate National Adoption Awareness Month. 26 years ago, I received the most special gift I'll probably ever know in my lifetime. I finally became a mom through the gift of adoption. After struggling with five-plus years of infertility, we changed gears and focused on creating our family through adoption. Because I knew in my heart that I was destined to be a mother, it was more important to form a family through love rather than spending month after month as an infertility patient, frustrated and heartbroken that my body just wasn't up to the task at that time. As the grateful mom of eight remarkable kids, yes, we moms can brag, I know I wouldn't be the mother I am today if it wasn't for the beautiful adoption we had 26 years ago. Adoption is an incredible journey. It not only affects the adoptive parents and birth parents, but the friends and family that will also become a part of this new family member's lives. Every adoptive parent's journey is different but a few things seem nearly universal. There are three essential ways we would love for you to support us. One, celebrate the union of family. Two, know what not to say to adoptive parents and children. And three, understand the ways that everyone can recognize and support adoption. Let's take a closer look at these things to consider when your family grows through adoption. Celebrating the union of family. As much as I dreamed of one day being pregnant, what I really craved was to be a mother. After years of sadness at not being able to carry a child, I searched deep in my soul and realized that becoming a parent was far more important to me than how my family was formed. It was then that a bright light shone down and our adoption journey was off and running. Adoptive families are a diverse lot. But our goal is the same, to unconditionally love and parent a child, regardless of what biology has to do with it. Here's one of my favorite takes on adoption from an article on adoption.org. Adoptive families are beautiful. They're a picture of what happens when one part of the human race decides to care for another human being. Adoptive families are self-sacrificial. They take a risk by giving another child, not their own, a place in their own home without thought of self. Adoptive families love unconditionally. They give without thought of getting back. Adoptive families are not perfect, but they're awesome. That's from Derek Williams on What Are Adoptive Families? I can personally relate to that sentiment, as I'm sure many adoptive parents can. I yearned to love, care, and raise another human being. And when we were chosen by a birth mother who only had a collection of photographs 
and a telephone interview with us to choose us by, we knew our lives would be forever changed. Adoptive families are full of love and hope for their new child, and yet, at the same time, they're so vulnerable. If you've adopted, you're in the process of exploring this amazing gift of creating your forever family, or you know a close friend or family member who has adopted. You not only can't wait to throw your entire heart and soul into raising this special being, you might not quite know how to articulate your feelings about this process. New adoptive parents want you to know a few essential things. We're a family just like you and your biological kids are. We welcome your love and support. This child is a part of our beings now. We embrace him or her as our own, regardless of any biological or personality differences you might see. Please welcome our new family member, just as you would a birth child. We're over the moon with love, joy, and pride, and need your support and love more than ever. And it's okay to ask us how we're feeling and adjusting to our new life. We'd rather have your questions than have you speculating. Now, know what not to say to adoptive parents and children. Once we decided to embark on the adoption path, we were so excited and giddy, we couldn't think of anything else. All felt right with the world. Whereas the word baby would once bring me to tears in my infertility saga, now the mere mention of a baby left me euphoric and hopeful. That all came to a screeching halt, however, when we shared the news of our intention to adopt with my in-laws. No sooner had we excitedly set out our plan to adopt when my mother-in-law made a hurtful comment. Does this mean you won't have any children of your own, she asked. Ouch! Talk about deflating our super happy balloon. As painful as her comment was at that time, I've realized something over the years. Her comment was her way of trying to process whether or not she'd have any biological grandkids. Little did she know, we were just getting used to the idea that the loving gift of adoption would now create our family, so we hadn't really stopped to factor in how the grandparents would handle things. Adoptive families are already juggling many new emotions when they go through the adoption process. Handling family and friends' unexpected comments can be another factor in the equation. As a veteran mom of an adopted child, I've had nearly three decades to process the emotions that adoptive families and birth families must contend with when navigating adoption. Here are some questions that warrant a bit more sensitivity. One is, do you also want to have children of your own? It's of utmost importance to realize that an adopted child is absolutely the adoptive parent's own child. What you could ask instead is, do you also want to have biological children? But before you do, consider whether it's your place to even ask that at all. Or, is he your real son? Or, where is your real dad? Oftentimes, classmates who aren't familiar with adoption ask children of adoption or foster care where their real dad or mom is. My daughter, who is now 26, shared how frustrating and hurtful this question is. The biggest thing I think non-adoptees need to know about adoption is that when you ask about our real parents, we're going to tell you about the parents who adopted us and raised us, she said. We know what you're trying to say, and we know you just aren't sure of the terms, which, by the way, are birth parents or biological parents. But 
The parents who raised us, they are our real parents. Adoption isn't a shortcut to having a child. Most families that adopt do so after many years of trying to have a biological child and not being able to, or are foster parents adopting the child that they've had custody of for a long time. Adoptees are not pretend children. They're loved just as much by their parents as their parents' biological children. And how about this one? How much did it cost? For those who've adopted, this question is one of the most common. It's also quite personal. Our adoption agency equipped us with some ways in which to handle the entire topic of adoption costs, starting with children are not purchased. If you want to know more about adoption fees in general and what that could look like for your family, ask something like, what are the average fees for domestic or international adoption? Another question that's hurtful and actually quite personal is, why did her real parents give her up? The term give him or her up is taboo. There are dozens of reasons that birth parents place their child for adoption, not give them up. Personal tragedy, drug or alcohol-related issues, and not being financially able to provide for their child are just a few examples. If the adoptive family wants to share this information, then you'll know the reason. If they don't, it's best to respect their privacy and instead focus on helping to welcome their new family member. And I'm sorry you couldn't have one of your own. We adoptive parents know you're trying to be supportive and empathetic. Maybe you've witnessed our struggle to conceive and you're hoping to show some compassion. Even so, comments like these can hurt once we've made the loving decision to adopt. Our adoptive child is our own, so your sympathy is unnecessary. Instead of expressing negativity or disappointment, why not share in our joy that we've just added a beautiful new family member? Oh, and this one. Now that you've adopted, you'll be able to get pregnant. The notion behind this phrase is that once a couple has adopted a baby, they'll finally relax and be able to get pregnant. In my case, we were in the midst of fertility treatments when we adopted our daughter, so yes, I did become pregnant through a procedure shortly after. Once our infertility team discovered why I had struggled with conceiving and kept having multiple miscarriages, I was able to get pregnant without any assistance and went from having no children to eight within a decade. Our story is perhaps unusual, and yet the dozens of adoptive families we know and that we have strong bonds with have all told us that others express the same, now you'll get pregnant on your own sentiment. Although it does happen on occasion, the rate of pregnancy among infertile couples post-adoption is exactly the same as the rate of pregnancy in infertile couples in general. Also, infertility isn't the only reason people decide to adopt, so don't automatically assume that the adoptive parent's goal is to have children through pregnancy and childbirth. And are you afraid he'll want to find his real parents someday? This topic is very sensitive to adoptive parents. Every adoptive family handles it differently. The adopted child is usually the driving force behind the search for her biological parents. It was in our daughter's case, and we supported her every step of the way because it's an extremely emotional journey for all involved. Our daughter's birth mother died before they could meet, but she did connect with her biological sister, 
and they now have a very close relationship. It's been a wonderful experience for us because this lovely young woman is now an extended part of our family. And here to wrap it up, understand the ways that everyone can recognize and support adoption. Even if you haven't been touched by adoption personally, there are ways you can celebrate and recognize National Adoption Month as a positive way to grow families. If you do know someone who's adopted, ask about their adoption story. I still beam 26 years later when people ask about our adoption. One of my favorite parts of our journey was finding that our daughter had been born just minutes before we were leaving for the airport. When we checked in, the airline bumped us up to first class with lots of champagne when they learned that we were on our way to meet our new baby daughter. And there are wonderful books about adoption. Seek them out. On the transcript to this podcast, I have listed a list of 11 great adoption books to get you started. My daughter's favorite, and mine, is Tell Me Again About the Night I Was Born, written by actress Jamie Lee Curtis. It's geared toward young children, beautifully illustrated, and it captures the amazing love of adoption. It's a perfect book to help you get an understanding of what a magical moment it is for adoptive parents to meet their child for the first time. And you can also ask your library to showcase adoption-positive books this month. Spread the word on this year's National Adoption Month initiative, which is, we never outgrow the need for family. You'll be helping to increase national awareness and bring attention to the need for permanent families for children and youth in the United States foster care system. You can also mentor a child who's aging out of the foster care system. The National Mentoring Resource Center and Adopt Us Kids are good places to start. Has adoption touched your life? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. And I hope you'll subscribe to the QDT newsletter to get parenting tips and more delivered directly to your inbox. Before I close, I wanted to let you know what's happening on next week's podcast, Increasing Your Parenting Productivity. Today's busy parent often runs from one activity to another, trying to juggle family, work, and home, and still find time for self-care. Productive people tend to be happier overall, but adding anything extra to the mix can seem daunting for parents who are already stretched too thin. Luckily, there are lots of ways, both big and small, to take on a more productive mindset, and this episode will address how to make that happen. So I hope you'll subscribe to the Mighty Mommy podcast wherever you listen so you'll be notified when this episode is available. If you and your family have been touched by the beautiful gift of adoption, I hope you'll find a special way to celebrate National Adoption Awareness Month. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy parenting.